Paul says that um, in verse 7 that uh, he says in verse 7, Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. And that phrase to me was really funny because I just picture us as a, a lump, a new lump. Um, be a new lump. Does anybody remember Lumpy on Leave it to Beaver? <laughs> um, that's what I think of when I read this. And a trivia question that Rick always likes to ask people is, who played Lumpy on Leave it to Beaver? And if you don't know, I'm sure he'll be happy to tell you after the class. <laughs> but um, we are to be a new lump. We have to let go of the religious leaven of the past. And another quote from Pastor's book, quoting, The fresh bread from God will lead us to overcome the old, iniquitous, and refuse-laid leaven of the world. Paul says, let us keep the feast with unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So that's all I'll say about that. And then going on to Roman numeral 2, um, I've titled this one, Laws of Religious Festivals or Feasts. So going back to what the Lord was showing me, I asked him what he wanted me to glean from this manifestation of the smell of the fresh bread. And he led me to Leviticus 23, which seemed all too appropriate since it was a time, um, or it was at the time that we were in a month of feasting, the seventh month, and honoring the Lord according to Zechariah 8. Leviticus 23 speaks of the laws of religious festivals or feasts. And in the first couple of verses we read, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them concerning the feasts of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations, even these are my feasts. The word proclaim here is the Hebrew word uh, kara, and it has several meanings, but the ones that the Lord highlighted to me were to call out, to summon, to invite, to call and commission, appoint, call and endow, or to bestow, or bequeath, or provide something, enjoy. If anybody has anything they want to add, just stop me. Um, so the the word that really stood out to me was the word summon. Of course, being in the legal um, field, obviously that would, that would stand out. But when a person re receives a legal summons, they are being called by an authority to appear at a place named or to attend a duty. And they are sent a warning or a citation to appear in court or sometimes a summons is sent to notify a, a party that they've been sued and they need to respond. And um, at work for over a month, we've been trying to not summon, but 
we've been trying to subpoena, which is similar, we've been trying to subpoena four non-party witnesses to testify in our one of our cases. And we've been able to serve two of them, but um, the other two are doing everything they can to avoid service. And it's a little frustrating, but um, such is the nature of law and legal. Um, but we'll come back to this Hebrew word uh, just a little bit later. The 23rd chapter of Leviticus is an account of the holy times that God appointed, and only he can make time holy because he is the Lord of all time. These holy times were called feasts of the Lord or holy convocations, sacred assemblies, to honor, to the honor of his name and obedience to his command. These feasts were the Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the bread that I could smell was definitely leavened. It definitely had yeast in it. Um, the Feast of First Fruits, and it, it was interesting to me. I mean, I've never thought about this, but when I was studying, it was interesting uh, to find that Jesus rose from the dead the very day the first fruits were offered. Not in the Levitical days, but in the New Testament. And um, I'm sure I knew that, but it just never had actually registered. Um, 1 Corinthians 15:20 says, "But now Christ is now is Christ risen from the dead and become the firstfruits of them that slept." And then there is the Feast of Weeks or Wave Loaves. And this fall, the Feast of Weeks followed 50 days after the offering of the first fruits. And this is, in the New Testament, is the same time as, or Pentecost um, corresponds with that time, with that feast, because Pentecost was uh, 50 days after the resurrection of Christ. And then, um, then there was the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. And in the Levitical days, when these feasts were proclaimed, they were to be observed by all the people, not just the priests. Um, it was for all the people. All the people were being called. And uh, the Sabbath also was considered a solemn feast or a holy convocation. It's the Sabbath of the Lord. And we understand that this does not mean that the Sabbath is an idle day, but a day that is devoted to God. And we're all very familiar with um, the fact that this day we dedicate to the Lord, we dedicate our time, we dedicate all of who we are, and he, he um, prepares us on this day. We have this day as a preparation to hear and receive from him. And it's a day that we devote fully to him. Then moving on to uh, Roman numeral three, I've titled this one, The Feast of Jeroboam. 
And this is an example of a feast that was not um, proclaimed by the Lord. In 1 Kings 12, verse 33, Jeroboam devised his own feast, and it reads, So he offered upon the altar which he had made in Bethel the fifteenth day of the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and ordained a feast unto the children of Israel. And he offered upon the altar and burnt incense. Now this feast was... (coughs) was an affront to God and a reproach upon the people. Excuse me, let me get my ticket. (coughs) Sorry about that. But um, <coughs> so this this feast was an affront to God, and it was a reproach upon the people. But the feasts of the Lord were per- to be proclaimed in the seasons that God had chosen. They were appointed <coughs> by His direct authority and announced by a public proclamation, which is the joyful sound. And their observance took place in the times of the year corresponding to our March, May, and September. Rick, would you grab me a cup of water? I've got a tickle that doesn't want to go away. So next we have (coughs) offerings to the Lord. Most of the feasts were times of joy and rejoicing except for the Day of Atonement. Levitical days, offerings were made to the Lord during the feasts, and the passage I want us to look at is it, it, um, or look at is Leviticus 23, verses 15 to 22. And ye shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that ye brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. Even unto the morrow, after the seventh Sabbath, shall ye number fifty days, and ye shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. Ye shall bring out of your habitations two wave loaves of two tenth deals. They shall be of fine flour, they shall be bacon with leaven, they are the first fruits <coughs> unto the Lord, and ye shall offer with the bread seven lambs without blemish of the first year, and one young bullock and two rams. They shall be for a burnt offering unto the Lord with their meat offering and their drink offerings, even an offering made by fire of sweet savor unto the Lord. Then shall ye sacrifice one kid of the goats for a sin offering and two lambs of the first year for a sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall wave them with the bread 
of the first fruits for a wave offering before the Lord with, with the two lambs. They shall be holy to the Lord for the priest, and ye shall proclaim on the selfsame day that it may be an holy convocation unto you. Ye shall do no servile work. Therein it, sh- it shall be a statute forever in all your dwellings throughout your generations. And when ye reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not make clean riddance of the corners of thy fields when thou reapest neither of thy field when thou reapest, neither shalt thou gather any gleaning of thy harvest. Thou shalt leave them unto the poor and to the stranger. I am the Lord your God. As saints, we've not come to God for salvation only, but we have offered ourselves to him in partnership with him, and we've given him our sheaf of first fruits, the first fruits of who we are, and now the harvest is ours to gain. now Roman numeral 5 the joyful sound (coughs) the proclamation was the joyful sound and when when the when the seminar was first announced and the and the title was given and and pastor spoke about um the holy convocation my heart filled with joy because i knew that this was um that we were being summoned for this time by the lord um all of our seminars have been appointed by him but this is a special appointment and um this is his appointed time and i want us to look at Psalm 89, verse 15, um, which reads, Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Joyful sound is the Hebrew word teruah, meaning acclamation of joy or a battle cry, shout or blast of war, alarm, signal, sound of tempest (coughs) and what the Lord was highlighting to me was the proclamation that went forth calling this seminar um, this holy convocation um, it it, in my spirit I I feel um, the joy the or I mean, it's like a battle cry, like calling the saints together and um, for something that, that the Lord, fresh bread that the Lord has, has in store for us uh, to be given at that time. And um, Psalm 89 speaks of the Lord's covenant with David, and I'd like to read um, verses 1 through 18. You know, we have covenanted with the Lord as saints 
And um, so this passage really spoke to me. But beginning with verse 1, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints, and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is, who is a strong Lord like unto thee, or to thy faithfulness round about thee? Thou rulest the raging of the sea. When the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. Thou hast broken Rahab in pieces, as one that is slain, thou hast scattered thine enemies with thy strong arm. The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. The north and the south, thou hast created them. Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong as thy hand, and high as thy right hand. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our king. Now going back to our Hebrew word, kara, um, which is the proclamation, um, the proclamation is the joyful sound. Did you hear it? <laughs> I used to love it when I heard my great nephew say that. He would stop, and he would make everybody in the house stop. He'd say, did you hear it? But it was really, it was really cute. Um, so have you heard it? Did you hear the joyful sound when the proclamation was made that this holy convocation that we have scheduled in September, the Lord has scheduled, he has appointed, <coughs> and this proclamation is is that summon the invitation to come he has <coughs> he is calling us and so that he can commission us he is appointing us he is calling us to endow us and and he's releasing joy Does anybody have any comments thus far? Yes. Looking at this, I see um, in the reading this 
you know, what you're saying is so true because, you know, when we let go, when the Lord blesses us with something and we just want to hold on, you know, if we let go of part of it, you know, to bless others or, or, or to give or whatever, it, you know, there's a satisfaction that you receive when, when you, um, when you give, you know, it's just, it's just a joyful thing to give to me and, um, in my heart. And when you let go, then there's more provision. Um, we can never let go and, and be empty handed because the Lord always comes back and, and provides and um, it's just a real blessing uh, that that principle you know to to give we don't give to to get but it's just a spiritual law that when we do give he gives back in one way or another and um, jump up and grab one. Everybody take one. <laughs> Monica, you can get on my shoulders and get one. <laughs> Les, thank you for those comments. Yes, it stopped. <laughs> Thank you for your comments. Yeah, the word no is mana, which we discussed a lot about a point of communication. Mm -hmm. And that honestly, the only way you're going to know that sound is to be in that point of communion. And of course, it's only a result of walking in the faith that we follow that countenance into the communion, which is. Yeah. So when it kind of goes hand in hand, we have to just stay in that point of communion in order to walk in alignment with what he's doing. And hearing the sound, knowing it, recognizing it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I bet you everyone who maybe saw the title didn't feel the same way, maybe because they were not, you know, remaining engaged at that point of communion and, and just staying with the Father. That's 
Thank you. It's now. We can't be, we can't be the sit back saints mm-hmm. and or lazy saints. And I'm speaking to myself. I mean, first of all, I mean, I really love to be with the Lord, but I'm not necessarily looking to do a whole lot of work while I'm there. And I think the Lord is really speaking to me about my level of commitment in that moment to seek Him, to hear that word, and to, and, you know, I don't have to have a vision. It's to know what He wants to. Mm-hmm. Yes, he can give you a vision that you know, comes from the Spirit, but you have to seek to get in and nestle in for that thing, you know, that secret thing that he wants to share. I mean, yes, sometimes he's generous because there are things that need to be, you know, they're immediate, they're evident, they need to be shared, but there are so many more times that we have to seek him for that word. We have to seek him for that declaration, that prophetic prayer that he's 
yeah, because that's what he loves. He loves, you know, for us to chase after him and um, and to find him. And, you know, throughout the uh, beginning of the pandemic when we had to lock down and, and all that stuff, you know, we really had to press harder <laughs> because we couldn't come together. And, and um, it, it was up to us individually we couldn't depend on pastor all the time to to you know stir up the atmosphere or, or whatever you know we were in our own homes and or in our own places and um we were responsible for 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 that and you know it just made us stronger in the lord and um you know just made us go deeper which we all want but sometimes you know life gets busy and pulls you this way and that way. Um, I think if you had attended your request, because we couldn't attend our home for uh, period. Right. That's not his goal at that time. Right. And he's not coming back. He's, I assure you, that he's going to come back to see the Lord, even though it sounds good if he comes early and he doesn't know him. But I think. It is. I mean, we obviously. 
obviously need to be sensitive to the spirit, but then we need to act upon what we're sensing in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to know. I mean, I, I, that has been one of my prayers, like, for such a long time is, Lord, show me when my lamp is empty. And I know when I need to fill my lamp. And I know what that requires for me. And that is one-on-one, just concentrated time before the Lord for my lamp to get full because I let it, I mean, I let that oil because just the cares of this world and, mm-hmm. and even responsibilities that we have here. And yet, I mean, it's every virgin's responsibility to keep her lamp full. Right. <laughs> it's not pastors. <laughs> <laughs> so. that's, that's exactly right. Exactly right. Um, thank you, everybody, for your comments. I really appreciate it. We've those. almost made it to 10, Nancy. I'm almost, I've almost made <laughs> you it. You want us to keep talking because we probably could. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm oh, going to. Kelly's there. She can help. <laughs> <laughs> Too far away from the mic. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh they're, they're right here. Oh. <laughs> um, well, the, the last thing that, that I'm going to say, and then. Um, I'll open it back up for discussion if anybody else has anything to to share. Um, This is just kind of a, um, well, I'll I'll just say it. The Lord is calling the saints to a holy convocation, a time that he has appointed. The proclamation has gone out. The saints have been summoned by the highest authority, called for a commissioning and an endowment from the Lord. We have heard the joyful sound. It has been activated in the spirit. And I can feel it. And I know you can too. This holy convocation is significant. And to the ears of the saints, the proclamation is a joyful sound. Because it is a feast that the Lord has appointed. That we may receive fresh bread. And that we may walk in the fullness of his light. Which is his truth. So that was all that I, I had to say. Um, if anybody else has any comments they want to share. And if not, then um, we'll just be dismissed 10 minutes early. <laughs> so um, thank you all for attending and for your attentiveness and, and for, for your sharing. And I'll just say a quick prayer since I didn't pray before and Dennis wasn't here to pray so um, Lord I just thank you for the call that you have placed upon the saints and we we consider it a privilege and we thank you Father for this uh, significant holy convocation that you are calling us to in September and we just Lord we have heard the joyful sound we have heard the proclamation and Father we are responding Um, that we will join with you in this feast and we just give you praise for all things and we ask that you would just be in the the worship time that's uh, coming up and father we ask that you would just bless pastor as he really releases your word to us and we give you thanks and praise for all that you are in jesus name amen And 